0: full patronage of this podcast. This week, Jim continues addressing the subject of calendar congestion. Maybe the advice that he has for us this week is exactly what someone is needing to tame your overloaded calendar. So I turn this over to our host, Jim Poitras. This is Jim Poitras with the Poitras Ponderings Podcast, where we pause, we ponder, and we project. This morning, or today, I feel like I'm sitting here in a therapy session talking about my life when it comes to calendar congestion and event management, calendar congestion. I don't know if you've ever experienced it, but it seems therapeutic for me to go ahead and talk to you about it because I often tend to experience it. And I promised you that I would talk to you again today about calendar congestion and event management after event evaluations you may be a leader in the home a leader in the local church a leader at the office a leader over some committee no matter which leadership role you find yourself in I'm sure that you experience calendar congestion just like I do and with the events that you plan and that you take part in There really should be an after-event evaluation each time. As I mentioned in the last episode, Richard A. Swenson said, Calendar congestion and time urgency have robbed us of the pleasure of anticipation. Without warning, the activity is upon us. We rush to meet it, then we rush to the next, and then we rush to the next. Without slowing down, stopping, and evaluating the event that we have just been a part of. He advises, and I totally agree, that you should take time to project, almost like the Poetress Ponderings podcast. Take time to ponder or to reflect, and take time to evaluate the event that you've just been a part of, because it's so important to be able to successfully read at least three gauges in our life and ministry. Uh, Bill Hybels, in a Leadership Journal article, he entitled that Reading Your Gauges, spoke of these three gauges that we should routinely look at. The first gauge is the spiritual gauge, where you and I ask this question, how am I doing spiritually? You take a spiritual gauge checkup how am i doing spiritually in my life how am i doing with the spiritual disciplines of prayer and fasting and bible reading and meditation and sacrifice and the other high octane fuel items that come into our lives that tend to always strengthen our ministry so How am I doing spiritually? That's my spiritual gauge. My physical gauge. How am I doing physically? How am I doing with exercise and proper diet and rest are so important. And the third gauge is the emotional gauge. How am I doing emotionally? Because we all realize as leaders that there are certain activities that drain our emotional gas tank. Things that we really don't want to deal with that are emotionally draining and those can be called intensive ministry activities according to Bill Hybels. Those things could be confrontations. I don't like confrontations. I once met someone that said that he had the ministry of confrontation. That's a ministry, if that is a ministry, which it's not, that I really wouldn't want to have. Counseling sessions, exhausting ministry sessions, committee meetings, just to name a few, those things take time and they emotionally drain our tank. So to maintain those emotional resources, we need to utilize our unique abilities and our spiritual giftings. Because even Jesus said in the book of John chapter 4 verse 34, that his meat was to do the will of him that sent me and to finish the work. He said, I have meat that you don't know of. That's what he said to his disciples because there are things that don't drain us emotionally, but they actually lift us up to a higher emotional level because we're doing what God has called us to do. After event evaluation, let me just give you a few ideas of what you could do after an event as far as evaluation or looking at or reflecting upon the event that just took place. Some of you realize that in the month of October we had Global Connections and there were 1300 people that were registered for Global Connections. I know that not all of them actually attended that online event but each time that we have an event like Global Connections, we go ahead and have an after event evaluation where we get feedback and we seek feedback. And uh, in our most recent evaluation of Global Connections, we went into a room and Angie, my executive assistant, had prepared the meeting so well. Around the wor- room, there were certain items posted on the wall communication prior to the event, during the event, after the event, pre-planning, promotion, logistics, registration, facility, media, the green room, displays, volunteers, experiences, breakouts, the, the gatherings or the main events that we had, miscellaneous. And then she gave each of us two stacks of colored post-its. One color was for positive feedback and the other one was for things that we thought needed to be changed with the event in the future. So two stacks of post-its, one designed for positive feedback, what we did well, and the other one designed for some of the changes that could be made in the future. And the changes were supposed to be framed in a positive way so that it didn't become a negative Nancy or Norbert event. Uh, If that happens to be your name, No, wasn't thinking about you at all. It's just that I really like alliteration. But each person would write an item on the post-it. If another person wrote the same thing, that wasn't a problem. Uh, If each person ran out of feedback to give, then they put their post-its on the pages or the categories that were on the wall around the room. And everyone came back to their seats and a team member volunteers to read through the comments and uh, they may add any notes if they want. So at the end of that, we took a picture of each one of the categories, all the post-its are collected on the papers and categories, and they are entered into a document, and we call that after event evaluation. You could do the same thing with any event that you have in your local church or anything that you're part of, and you could ask each person that was involved with the event to give a suggestion or feedback on one thing that they did well as part of that team and then one thing that they feel like that they could have improved upon and that way it will not be overwhelming just looking for one thing that can be improved upon rather than just a whole lot of things that could be considered to be negative and also pull people down emotionally, maybe even spiritually, over the events that have taken place. So look for something positive and then look for something that could be improved upon. One other type of meeting that uh, I like to have, it's not necessarily an after event evaluation, it could be any type of meeting where you have a number of team members involved and it's called Around the Horn. And for those that play baseball, you'll recognize that as a term that's used in baseball, but it's also a term that can be used with meetings, leadership meetings around the horn. One person said the CEO of Hightower, a 300 employee financial services company based in Chicago, provided three tips. One is to manage expectations in a meeting, allow the conversation to flow naturally and uh, but the leader needs to provide a structure for that meeting or act as the facilitator and he said number two or actually number two set a clear agenda and reiterate it at the beginning of the meeting or the zoom call or whatever you have so you have a little bit of a roadmap of where you're going and then he, He said, go around the horn. So the go around the horn type of concept, other people call it round robin, the structured go around, or simply going around the horn. Uh, It's a foundational meeting tool that ensures that everyone in the room or on the virtual call or the Zoom call or go to meeting call or whatever you're using, that everyone has the ability and the option to contribute their thoughts and comments. So in the beginning of the meeting, you just start going around that room and you call upon each person to provide feedback or an update on what's taking place with their area of responsibility. As many of you know, my wife and I and our family spent almost 29 years as missionaries in West Africa. And in that part of Africa, Traditionally in a town meeting, the meeting is never closed until anyone and everyone has the ability to speak. That might even mean that several people will repeat the same thing. And uh, I know that that can be annoying and frustrating when several are repeating the same thing. But in cultures where connection and relationships are pivotal and paramount, Allowing people to fully express themselves isn't viewed as annoying, it's it's viewed as being respectful and also relationship building. If it works in West Africa, it may work on your team. It may work with the project that you are doing. It may work with the event that you are planning or you are evaluating. This is Jim Poitras with the Poitras Ponderings podcast. And I trust that you have a great week as you evaluate the events that are taking place in your life. God bless. Hopefully you are ready to tackle those things facing you this week. See you next time. God bless.